With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, folks. I hope you guys are rocking. I can tell you that I am. It has been a tremendous morning already. Great things happening in and around just the home business arena. I mean, some kicking stuff taking place. This is Troy Dooley, the host of RealMentorsRadio.com. We are here today studying Tim Marks' book, Voyage of a Viking, How a Man of Action Becomes a Man of Grace. It's not just about men, though, man. The more I dig into this book, Amy could have written this. I mean, it's it's some powerful stuff, and today... We're really going to look at some interesting things. Life or live on results food. Tim starts us off. He says this. He says, if hard work was all that was required to become a success, every blue-collar laborer, just as he was, would be making a million a year. Now think about that for a minute. Because he's got a great point. And the funny thing is, there are some rock-solid, blue-collar workers that make a million a year. They own their own businesses. I've got friends of mine they are in the construction trade, and they are just blowing and going. But the question is, why aren't you? It doesn't matter if you're blue-collar, white-collar, some kind of pink-collar. I don't give a rip. The fact is, there's a bunch of very wealthy people who work the same amount as the minimum wage gang, they don't work any harder, yet they have millions more. Why? Think about this. See, the difference between busting your butt 40, 50, 60 hours a week and having nothing to show for it, and busting your butt 40, 50, 60 hours a week and having millions to show for it, is all about mindset. And and you may say, oh, here he goes. No, I'm serious about this. It's attitude. Now, attitude isn't everything, but it really is part of the starting point to help you get from A to Z. See, if we've got a dull, negative, disillusioned attitude, we're probably always going to see the glass half empty. I've got a friend of mine, very successful. But every time we get into a public relations deal, his first comment is, well, we don't want to put anything out there that the that the that the enemy could could use against us. It's like, yeah, we do. We just want to be transparent. It's plain and simple, you know. So I see I see this kind of stuff, and I'm it's kind of humorous. But Tim says this: at the heart of winning comes a hunger to succeed. Something in the, in us craves a big victory. There has to be a gnawing, an aching feeling in your gut that things must be right in order for you to feel content so that you'll get out there and do what it takes. This is a pretty noble feeling, and I applaud people with the guts to try. But trying is not enough. Now, in the network marketing arena, 
they like to play on these words, try and try, and oh, you don't try and all that. Now, Tim's going to use a very good scenario here. But I'm a firm believer that most people in business for themselves are just trying. And the reason they're just trying that Tim's going to get into in a minute is because you don't have a mentor. You don't have somebody that can help guide you to the next level, or you're not willing to pick up books and try to figure it out. See, a mentor doesn't have to be a live person. It can be a CD. I've got a sister girl of mine. Her name's Jennifer Sexton. Her and Paige are just best buds. Her husband, Greg, and I grew up together. Greg pulled my butt out of more trouble than you can shake a stick at, protected me from my dad's belt more times than, than I can shake a stick at. And yesterday she posted on Facebook, working out, listening to Troy on my iPod. And Paige was teasing me about it, so that puts you up there with Tony Robbins now. you know. But the thing is, she's out there listening to what we're talking about. She's actually listening to one of Craig Rochelle's books that we did. See, she's doing something. She's multitasking, working her body, at the same time working her mind. Not just going through the motions, but totally taking it in. And this is where people that win and people that don't, people that are just trying, this is where they differ. I knew that young girl before she was a success in AdvoCare, when she was just starting out in her network marketing career. She worked her way up the first time into, into Primerica doing very well and then found AdvoCare and it changed her life. But Tim uses a, a, a word picture that I thought was good. He said, I once heard that a motivational speaker who, who invited an audience member up on stage to help him demonstrate the point of just trying. On the stage when a, with a, was a fold-up chair. The motivational speaker pointed to it. And he asked the volunteer to try and pick up the chair. The man looked puzzled at the request because it seemed like a pretty easy one. The man reached over and picked up the chair. The motivational speaker said, no, 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 no. I'd like for you to try to pick up the chair. Don't pick it up. Just try to pick it up. Confused, the man picked up the chair again. Then once again, the speaker, laughing, said, no, don't pick up the chair. Just try to pick up the chair. See, here's where he came down to. He said, to quote Yoda from Star Wars, try not, do or do not, there is no try. See, some things we, we try. We, we go out and we try out for baseball. We try out for football. We try out for basketball. Sadly, some of us are trying out for relationships. We try out for marriage. Everything becomes a tryout. Business and personal development is not a tryout. You're either going to do it or you, or you don't. Now, here's what I want you to understand. <clears throat> you may try a business in network marketing, and you may realize this just isn't for me. That's awesome. Let's, let's, let's help you find one that is for you. But you cannot just try to be in business for yourself. Now, see, here's the difference. There's a difference between being in a network marketing company and saying, I'm going to try and see if this company's my vehicle, and being in business for yourself and saying, you know what, I'm going to change my family's legacy by launching my own home business. Tim Marks and his 
his mentor, Orrin Woodward, and their friend Chris Brady and a few other guys launched a company called Life. It's a, it's a successful living personal development company focused on eight spokes in life. I love this company. I love what these guys are doing. But I'm going to share something about it. They didn't just one day sit around the, the policy council table and decide to launch this company. Not at all. Matter of fact, they they went through living hell. They they were they were all distributors, top ranked distributors in Amway. Amway, as you guys know, is is a rock star company. I love their products. Think they've opened the door so much for network marketing. I don't agree with everything they do, but but without a doubt, that family is is just a okay. The guys decided they needed to leave. They needed to do something else. They they left. Long story short, they went into a major lawsuit with Amway. Cost them millions and millions of dollars trying to fight for what they were thought was right, and at the end they lost based on law. A lot of slander, a lot of comments, a lot of mistakes that these guys have made. They weren't perfect. But they had this dream of launching their own business, of being able to show people how they could they could change their lives. They knew they had something. They all left. They went over to a company called Monavi. Dallin Larson welcomed them in, even even helped to to pay some of the legal costs while they were getting regrouped and restarted and cranking. And last year, Dallin went to Orrin and said, I want to launch my own network marketing company side-by-side side with Monavi. None of us want to leave. We We love you. We love the company. We love our relationship. And because Dallin saw the integrity of these guys, he said, you have my blessing, and they launched what's known as Life. It's a phenomenal company because it's not about lotions and potions. It's not about stuff that you may buy because of a comp plan and never use. It's about a monthly membership, a monthly subscription of, of books just like this one, The Voyage of a Viking. You may say, Troy, is this... Are you promoting the company? Well, sort of. I'm promoting what these guys do because I'm using the book, and I want you guys to understand that these are not guys that are just writing something in a book. These are guys whose families and them have gone through it. Some of their critics have written just the most slanderous things on the Internet, vulgar stuff that I would never want my family to read. I've been called some vulgar things based on them. They're just nasty, evil people. It's one thing to be a critical thinker and, and to try to show the, the, the opposite of a positive view. Sometimes there's critical information that you can see out there. There's another another just being a rumor you know, monger, just a nasty person. The Bible talks about people like that. But as I read through this, I'm thinking, okay, he's got a point here. You cannot try to improve yourself. And that's what this chapter is about. You have to do it. You just You can't just start out and then not. People talk to me all the time and say, Troy, I just don't think network marketing works. And I said, it always works. I don't know anybody that's ever been in network marketing that did not succeed. I'm not talking about financially. I'm talking about life change. Tim writes something in his book. He says, there comes a point when a person who becomes, uh, when a person who becomes successful find that active food starts to taste pretty bland. It lacks any nutritional value in the diet of achievement. And here's what he means. You can't just be 
busy, busy, busy all the time. It's not about being busy. It's about busting your butt and working. Now, here's what I mean by that. We get home from work. We know we need to make some contacts and make some phone calls, and we go into our office, and we realize, oh, my gosh, my my office is just a horrifying mess. I, I need to clean it up. And, and three hours later, we're cleaning up, and we're finally done, and we look at everything, and we say, oh, my gosh, it's just too late to call people. Maybe I won't be so busy tomorrow. That isn't helping you. That's that's kind of what I would call an activity excuse. Okay, you're just kind of covering up what's real. Robert Fritz says, all too often people fail to focus their choices upon results, and therefore their choices are ineffective. See, you can't just be busy. If you're going to be productive, you need to break your day out a little bit. You need to break your, your priorities out. Orrin Woodward says it this way. You can't steer a parked car. What that means is that he can't coach someone who isn't at least in motion. See, I get a lot of people that, that contact me and they want help. And I ask a few questions and realize they really don't want help. They just want me to do it for them. And then I'll have people contact me. They'll ask a few questions. I'll give one simple answer. I never hear from them. Months later, Troy, thanks a lot, man. I found the right company and I am having success. Wow, I love that. So you got to get out there and get into action. We talk about this all the time. Not just pointless action, but dead set action. That's why I think you need a mentor. I, I Seriously, I don't care if it's a live mentor. I've been blessed. Orrin Woodward has mentored me. Tom Hopp is my personal mentor that, that works with me all the time. Richard Brooke is one of my mentors that, that keeps me accountable on a, on a daily basis. You have to have mentors. But here's the thing. I also have many other mentors I've never met in person. Lots of them. Matter of fact, I go through at least one marriage book a month from some different author. I am digging deep because I constantly want to be improving my marriage. How can I be a better husband? How can I be a better father? You know, I go through men's books. How can I be a better man, a, a husband, a father, a Christian, a leader? I go through, I don't know, countless leadership books. I'm constantly reading for pleasure. I'm always reading a Western sometime during the day. I'll read three or four of them a month. They're easy reads. See, reading, finding mentors, enjoying. It can't be all about work. You've got to enjoy. I put up a video yesterday of Verstelli Direct, and, and I was enjoying their products. They they have gourmet food, so I'm out cooking at Memorial Day, cooking some hot dogs, and I showed that. See, it's not all about work, but it is all about improving constantly. When was the last time you sat down and had an intelligent conversation with your wife is a prime example? If you're not communicating with the person closest to you, how are you going to communicate with the people around you? And I know somebody say, well, Troy, my husband just doesn't listen. Maybe you're talking at him and not to him. I just, I'm a firm believer that we first have to change ourselves. There's no doubt about that. John Maxwell wrote a great book, Develop the Leadership Within You. Or develop the leader within you. But then after that, you've got to develop the leaders around you. See, mentors can help you develop yourself. But you've got to keep the pressure on you. You've got to keep cranking forward. Tim did something unique. Now, Tim loves boats. He's in Florida. And he had a fishing boat. But he felt like his business had kind of stagnated a little bit. So 
he called up his assistant, Dave. He said, listen, sell the daggum boat. Get rid of it. I don't want to see it after a day. Go get it off the dock. Then he took a picture of an empty dock, put it by his telephone, and started busting his butt because he knew what boat he wanted. He'd driven by the boat dealer. Now, here's what's so unique about what Tim does. A lot of motivational speakers, not motivational trainers, will tell you, go get the picture of what you really want and put it in front of you, and then you'll have the motivation. Well, that's not true, because I've seen a lot of guys put a lot of pretty pictures of girls in front of them, and then they never married them. So I, I know I know that, that, that that's a theory, but it doesn't always work. Now, it can work, don't get me wrong. I've got pictures of my kids and my grandkids and my wife, because that motivates me. But here's what Tim did. He took a picture of the empty dock, and he put that by his telephone. He knew where the boat was that he wanted. He could have taken a picture of the boat that he had to have, but instead he took a picture of his empty dock knowing that he wanted that dock with a boat on it. And every time he looked at that dock, he realized, I've got to work a little bit harder to be able to pay cash for the boat that I want. Tim's big into this. He's big into working hard today so you can play hard later. The whole the whole company's focused on pay cash for stuff. I like the way these guys operate. Doesn't mean that they don't do investments, doesn't mean they don't buy property and stuff like that. Just just hear me out. It got to a point where he's busting his butt, he's doing some work, he gets a hold of Orrin, his mentor, tells Orrin what he's doing, he's really rocking it forward, Orrin gives him an idea says, maybe to help you along, why don't you go put a deposit down on that boat? That way you really do know you're going to have that boat. That's your boat. But don't pick it up. Don't bring it home. Leave it there. Tim goes down, puts a deposit on his boat, starts telling people, got a new boat. Well, good. Let's go to the dock and get it. No, no, no. You don't understand. It's, it's still at the dealership. I haven't earned it yet. Haven't reached the goals of my business yet. Action, action. Action. Didn't worry about that foo-foo, motivational, positive-thinking garbage. Action. Don't get me wrong. You all know I am a firm believer. You better be positive in life. But what I'm saying is it's not just about this think it till you make it, fake it till you make it, you know, law of attraction, the faith movement, action behind. The Bible says faith without works is empty. Because you can have all the freaking faith in the world sitting on your butt, your faith isn't even put into action until you start moving forward. You've got to put pressure on yourself. You've got to take it to that next level. John W. Foster says, One of the strongest characteristics of genius is the power of lighting our own fire. I don't worry about somebody else motivating me. I used to. Oh, I wish somebody was here to help me out. That's what dull, negative, disillusioned people do. I have one on my blog right now. I'll tell you this. Boy, I'm covering a company called Zeke Rewards, most bizarre company I've ever covered. Unique, I like it. Like the people, really have really fallen in in great relationships with the people that are there. But it's just a convoluted, complicated company. And man, I mean, I have shown the the harsh sides. I've shown the fun sides. I've shown the challenges. I've praised them when they've made positive moves. I mean, it, it, I've really been excited to see the kind of effort they're going to make this thing work. And then I get a guy that all he wants to do is show the negative. Negative, 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 negative. 
And I finally said, stop it, man. Why are you always freaking negative? So he comes back with this cockamamie, well, what do you want me to do? Just thank you for everything you do? I said, no, I just want you to be fair and balanced. Do apples to apples. If somebody does something good, praise them for it. When they do something wrong, admit, attack it. Do whatever. But you've got to be out there showing both sides. I believe that's what Tim does in this book. He doesn't tell you it's going to be easy. Matter of fact, he's pretty transparent and raw. I mean, party till you puke drunk. Think of how his wife must have been putting up with this guy. First of all, her parents didn't even want her to be with him. They broke him up for a few years. She has this this driving flame in her heart for this man, sees him. They get together and he's still a daggum drunk. Matter of fact, not only is he a drunk, he's pretty chauvinistic. Okay, I mean, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. Matter of fact, he, he was having marital problems. It's been a while back, so don't get me wrong, but here, here's what happened. He decided the way things should be at the house. So he sets it up to where he's going to go bust his butt all day, typical male. I'm going to go build the business. Amy, you stay home, and you take care of the kids. You take care of the house. You, this is your job, honey. You're the housewife. You just handle everything at home. Don't, don't, don't bother me with it. I'm building a business. So here she is raising four wonderful kids. Now, he loves his kids and wife. Don't get me wrong on this. But this, it, he, he's got this plan. It's his plan. He didn't think about talking about her plan. So you know what she does? I, I just I have not had the privilege to meet Amy. I'm looking forward to it. But she calls up her mentor, Lori Woodward. She says, Lori, I'm having some problems. I need to talk. Now, Lori and Orrin have been, literally been through the fire and back. So what does she do? She says, why don't you guys come over here and have dinner with us? So the four of them get together. Now, understand that up until this point, it's been Tim's business, not our business. It's been my business. So she's at her wit's end. She loves this man. She loves the Lord. She loves their their community. But she is just sick and tired of this chauvinistic, egotistical stud that she married. Everybody thinks he's just the greatest thing. Boy, they just got he's got his groupies. They show up at every leadership conference every 90 days. Boy, they're just happy. They just think he's the greatest. He's up there, big smile on his face. There's little Amy standing beside him, I'm sure. And then off the stage she goes, take care of the kids. You know, it's like, what in a Sam Hill? You know, it's like, this is the nuttiest thing. But this is the way men sometimes get, not just Tim. So they go over and they sit down. Orn and Lori's there, and after Orn gets a good feel for what's going on, you know he's he's kind of out there <coughs> managing things. So he's gotten caught up on everything. He's sitting there. He says, "Well, Timbo, how about you and I grab some Chinese food?" And off they headed. Man, they are out of there. Interesting, isn't it? Off they go. Tim says, we headed out, and Orrin started asking me some questions. He was asking, he was trying to help me think through the situation, so he asked, hey, Tim, what's going on? I shared my point of view. In my usual bullheaded nature, I explained that I knew exactly what I was doing, that I had my role, and Amy had her role, and it was very, 
very clearly figured out. I'd already put it together. I did the work. Amy raised the kids alone. I'm out building the business as fast as I could, and I really think Amy was better off managing the house. I really couldn't see why she was having such a hard time with it. He gently asked me, Tim, where did you come up with the idea to leave Amy at home all week with the kids? I shrugged, not really realizing how foolish I would sound later. I said, well, I thought it up all by myself. And Orrin said, oh, didn't say another word. After a moment, I realized what he was getting at. When he saw that I got it, we both laughed, and he slapped my knee. See, Orrin's point was I was taking my own advice rather than seeking advice from someone who had more experience in the same situation with four kids. See, Orrin and Lori had already been down this path. Maybe that's why people look up to Orrin as a mentor. See, it's funny sometimes as we go through things what we're able to see. See, Tim and and even Orrin, they've got some pretty good pretty good kids. I've had great kids, but my kids aren't what we call normal. I've had one child in prison. I've got one that's pretty heavy duty in the in the goth occult type vampire scene. I've I've got one that has been been married twice before the age of 22. He's got three kids. He's busting his butt, but it's not easy. I've got two teenage girls living at home, love the Lord, kicking it up, following in their mom's footsteps. I've got a little nine-year-old that just thinks he's an adventure. Life isn't always perfect. And Paige and I, we both have our own careers. But yet, like Orrin and Lori and Tim and Amy, it's not been easy. We've had to work through some things. That's why I try to read a marriage book a month. That's why I go to an accountability group every Tuesday. That's why Paige and I are getting ready to hop in the car next week together and drive up to a speaking engagement that I have so that we can invest some quality time with each other and with little Jetty who's going with us. See, you have to do the things to build the relationship, but it's got to be a we. It can't be a me. When it's a me, it doesn't work. But too many times we want to make excuses for it. We just think it's better if we just make excuses. We'll just follow our own stuff. Don't worry about everybody else's. Well, let me tell you what. When you do that and you don't listen to outsiders because, well, they won't know what, what I'm going through, here's what happens. You create excuses that create a psychological barrier for you. And you're not able to get the success because after a while you start believing your own lies that you're telling yourself. Excuses will erode your confidence, and the next time you will need to take more action, you won't be able to because you'll be lying to yourself. Remember, an excuse is nothing more than a cleverly disguised lie. Excuses teach your friends and family that they should make excuses too, so now your kids are making excuses and your friends are making excuses. What good is that to you? Think about that for a minute. Is that how you want to live your life? See, if you want to overcome the procrastination, then you need to focus in on on what Tim calls a seven-day sprint. You need to decide, I want to change, and I'm going to focus the next seven days to get it done. Tony Robbins calls it his, 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 uh, what is it, uh, the edge. It's a seven-day program instead of 30. I believe you can do that. I believe when you bust your butt and you give it your all and you stop making excuses 
and you put a plan together and you put an action steps together and you get you a mentor somewhere. I'm telling you what, it'll work. My first mentor, Dale Carnegie. How to win or think and grow or yeah, how to win friends and influence people. Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Napoleon Hill's book's okay, but I really tell you, Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I'm telling you what, they're, they're, you you would be amazed at what you can learn when you start grabbing that that positive and action steps that are needed to change your life. You start changing your life, and the people around you start to change. Tomorrow, Chapter Five: All Warriors Have Wounds to Be Mended. That includes your spouses. I'm telling you what, this is a a it's it's not just a one man show. You're not a sniper out there. You got to work together. Listen, folks, live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous, stay strong, and continue to reach for those dreams. And be back here tomorrow morning on RealMentorsRadio.com. Bye now. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.